Greetings. I am X51. You are listening to the Open Britain's podcast with your hosts, Vince and David Price. Were I capable of feeling such things, these flashbacks would make me sick. Proceed with caution. <laughs> Okay out there in Marvelland, face front, this is Stan Lee speaking. Hey, who made you a disc jockey, Lee? Well, well, Jolly Jack Kirby. By the way, Jack, the readers have been complaining about Sue's hairdo again. What am I supposed to do? Be a hairdresser? Next time I'll draw a bald-headed. Giggling already. I do love that intro. Thank you, Stan, the man. Thank you, Jack, for for uh, leading us into the return of the show that nobody wanted, nobody asked for. Uh, in in Marvel uh, language, it lives, it strikes, and no grave can hold it. What is it? It's Bullpen Bulletins, episode 34. 34. 34. And, and <laughs> How many years in between that? That's, that's, that, that's our longest stretch, because we went weeks between yeah. episodes, and this is, uh, yeah, yeah. And I am Vince B. You are, and I am David Price. You are David Price, back again, me and you, you and me. Um, I think we should let them in on a little uh, behind-the-curtain stuff. Uh, the reason for this uh, episode, the return of the bullpen, is because, I, I, to tell you the truth, and you know, I, I love to be honest, I was getting a little bit of sick of the, the, well, it got to be daily, please, from David. And, and they're only, they, they, they whittled, first they were sentences, like, come on, let's do the bullpen again. Come on, let's do it. And then, then it just turned into one word things, like, come on. Please. And I said, all right, you know, I'll, I'll cross my fingers and hope that you don't walk off in a uh, with the hissy fit and, and the, you know, the high O diva like you did last time. Like I did but, last time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, no. you know, and, and for some reason, you still had the intro and everything else. So it's um, I do it's have not, it. I hold it dear to my like heart. You were waiting. It's not like you were, you know, praying for me to keep hounding you about it no and i actually have a directory on my hard drive called bullpen bulletins with all of the files i would need to do another episode in there and it's it's never left my hard drive Aww. yeah just uh, like bullpen bulletins never left people's hearts the uh and, and and this is the the real messages that that i sent vince uh <laughs> on friday you can tell them what you want they're gonna believe me of course they are because they haven't heard from you. I mean, even you see the cries of the people who it's are just nuts. like I. They they have the razors right at their wrist. I think it's on this week. Full of dookie, but uh, yeah, that's that was the main reason that because um, we haven't had the entire group together in two episodes. Yeah. Right. So uh, I just said to David, we still don't. Yeah, but, let's do a bullpen. What the hell. Um, and the boy will be livid. That, no, that, no, no. Well, yeah. Because he, behind the scenes, he said, what? You're not going to include me? What the hell? And I was like, well, it's because you weren't in on the ground floor when we were doing it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> You're saying plenty. <laughs> no, we wish we could have Jason, but he's got something to do. And and Chris. Uh, Chris was invited as well, but, you know, things... Uh, as long as he's there for the, the 11 o'clock, we're ahead of the game, right? And he has been... He's 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 gone above and beyond the past two weeks right, with, right. with the recording. And, and, uh, and, I mean, he knew about it in advance two weeks ago. This past episode, 267, that yeah. was that was kind of sprung on all of us. And, and, and it's understandable. It's, it's I done sprung it. Yeah. Shit, shit happens, so we're not, we're right. not going to sweat it. But and from what I hear, the Rucka episode is getting a lot of play. Yeah, the, the Chris and Greg show was was pretty. Oh, was it? I was, yeah, I was, I was happy to be there to listen before everybody else did. No, you're always like. Um, now we got to talk a Punisher for a little bit. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I and I read that. I thought it was great. Did you read the entire run or just the War Zone? I just read the War Zone. Oh, you got to go back and read because you got to you got to fucking look at Marco's art. Chichetto is a beast, dude. You yeah, need I like to his read stuff. Punisher. I do. Um, I was a little bit lost, but. I think the right. the faux Daily Bugle pages, the lead-ins, and I was re- the way that he melded that first page, um, get you up to date as part of the actual story. Like one on, in one issue, caps reading it on an, an iPad, which was kind of weird. I would think he would opt for the print, but you know, man out of time. Um, and and on the first issue where the bugle uh spider-man twips it and he pulls it in and yeah uh an unknown device i'm guessing that frank stole one of spider-man's web shooters and used that to escape in the previous storyline he yes he used he used spidey's web shooters um it was uh it it basically is the 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 closing notes to that earlier Punisher series. So, um, how long was Rucka on that? That 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 was only maybe seventeen, eighteen issues. Only. And yeah, and then <laughs> they. Well, no, because they. It, it, I believe it was supposed to go a little bit longer, but the um, sales being what they are, but uh, he was able to tell the story uh, to end it the way he wanted to uh, with Warzone. I mean that that was pretty much the way it was it was supposed to play out. So right. um, it all. It all worked out. It was. It was. Um, well, li- listen to 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 EOC two sixty seven, and and you'll get me. It. Well, not you. I'm just saying I'm people in general. I'm just kidding. I know you. I wouldn't. I, I, I will. Just... But you know, I'm. I got a very strong Batman vibe from it, in the way that Frank kind of manipulated the Avengers. Uh, he snuck in through a loophole in Stark technology. Yeah. That's Batman level shit. Yeah. Um, or Black Panther since it's the Marvel Universe. Well, true. Right. And, uh, no, it just, it was, it showcased Frank's deviousness, his yeah. resourcefulness, his, his smarts. The guy is very, I mean, yes, arguably borderline crazy. Oh, yeah. But, uh, ex- but it's, it's, extremely driven. That, that's it. That's what I was yes. And, and I like the way that, he poses the question early in the series where is is the man the war or is the war the man and then at the end he kind of answers it through cap's conversation with with frank it was very good very good uh series loved it a lot yes yeah but anyway so what, what would you like to talk about first well i mean there's um i'm just i it 
it's still <laughs> trying to. I'm, I'm still trying to come to grips with everything. I know we've talked about it for the past couple of weeks on, uh, you know, on the episodes you decide to show up on, and and we talk about Narkabitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you started, and and you know, when you talk about Indestructible Hulk or oh. or uh, Uncanny Avengers or Avengers, and 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 I'm still, you know, it it's still. I still amazes you that I'm enjoying how, it, well, well, pretty much. But I mean, it, 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 when, when we, when I think about the messages, the notes, the emails that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting burned out. I'm not, I'm not feeling them. I don't know. And it was, and although honestly, back then, because we're, 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 we're talking post Civil War and, and yeah, there were, you know, you think back the past few years after Civil War, you had Secret Invasion, you had Dark Avengers, you had, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, as fun as it was in the no, beginning. No, there was too much fear, too much and, and brother against brother. The whole yeah. Captain America, Iron Man rift just, I mean, it was fun in the beginning because you know what side I took. I mean, I was 100% on Cap side. Right. And it was nice to see the way that played out, but then that fear pervaded the entire Marvel Universe. I mean, we're used to that with the mutants. Right. And that's cool. Leave that in that little uh, corner of the Marvel Universe. But when that spread to every every nook and cranny, I mean, people were fighting against brother against brother, uh, family. It's just it was too much. It was, and the I think the main thing was you pick up a newspaper or read news online, and it was the same thing in the real world. Yeah, that that just that that. Um, sense of who can we trust uh, everyone's our enemy there's people hiding in the shadows w- waiting to do us harm and it, it was just it was just too much too claustrophobic too dark and the whole thing with the dark avengers and the you know uh, the thunderbolts uh, now nah, i i just had to step back yeah. and, and that was one of the things that when initially when i said man i, I i'm starting to really love this marvel now stuff and and the more i read made me question whether it was a case of me being away for so long, getting back into these characters that I've loved for so many decades. I mean, let's be honest. I, I do like to, to once in a while squat on the mainstream stuff to just to keep my geek cred or my indie cred strong, <laughs> you know? But I mean, I do love these characters and I, I had to question whether it was because I was away or are the stories that good? And and I I've come to the conclusion that it, I don't think it's me. I I think right now this Marvel Now stuff, and um yeah maybe this is a little bit of hype, but so what? Because that's what I do. I think this is the best Marvel has been in a very very long time. I think I would agree with that. Yes, everything with very. Few exceptions. I'm not going to get into the exceptions because I, I, you know, positivity, right? Right. Celebration. If I let's just say, if I read 20 titles, 17 of them were great. Not just good, great. I mean, they they have store the the commingling of story and art. The writing team seems energized on a level that I don't think I've seen in, 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 in quite a while, certainly not from their distinguished competition. It just feels like 
again, sorry to be, you know, downbeat, but it just feels like DC is just going through the motions. Oh, that didn't work. Let's change it up and try this. You know, that didn't work. We'll go in this direction. And there's no consistency. There's no um, grand plan. It seems like this Marvel stuff has been orchestrated to the nth degree where you have all of the Avengers and the X-Men books clicking on a level that they've never clicked before i mean you, you had crossovers and you know um events but it just seems like the the they've integrated the the entire marvel universe so well with each other it's it's incredible and uh, i I'm, i may take heat from for um you know my i don't know what that is my, my, yeah my flip-flopping uh because i tend to do that I'm, I'm inconsistent. I, I run hot and cold, and now I'm very, very hot for Marvel. So if you can deal with it, great. Um, but it just seems like everything is orchestrated so finely, and the art is on a level. It's just exquisite quapel. And um, uh, I said to you, uh, Declan Shalvey, holy yeah. crap, he's a monster. Yeah. Um, and Stegman, and it's just that you can go down the line. Lennel Francis, you, yeah, um, and Cassidy, and that's where I, I I got a part way with you and Jason that you know you didn't say it was bad. You just said you've seen better out of Cassidy. Right. Yes. I think Uncanny Avengers is unbelievably good. I I was just paging through it before we started, and there are there are just just. Um, loads of pages, consecutive pages, where it's just amazing. I mean, you could you could say, uh, you know, it's okay. I don't see any stock poses. I I see adventuresome composition. Right? I'm talking too long. Um, no. I, I I see beautiful rendering. He it looks like, and this is something I've noticed right across the line, where it looks like the artists and writers. Are actually challenging themselves to do better. Do you get that feeling? And and working together. Right, right. It's it really does feel like a team, especially on like Thor: God of Thunder. Oh my God, yeah. Um, it, it it and and whoever Hickman's working with on Avengers at any given month, it, mm-hmm. it's just. I mean, I, this is this is the best I've seen Diodato. I think I was just gonna ever. say that. I know. Um, he's. He did a uh, what was it? Avengers twelve. Yeah, where yeah, he's, he's done a couple of Avengers, but yeah, yeah, where the um, they go to the Savage Land. Remember the uh, the gene bombs that X Nihilo was flipping at Earth. One of them lands in the Savage Land and jump starts these. Well, for lack of a better hatchlings, yeah, hatchlings, but they're like zebra kids. Yeah, and they don't need to breathe. Nope. Don't need to eat. They don't need to eat. They're up all the time. And it was really cool. Hickman said that um, that some of them, well, most of them, haven't even figured out how to sit. Right. They're just, they're, they're like dynamos. They're always on. And uh, Diodato drew it. And I was like, really? I had, I had to go through it again. <laughs> I know. You know, I, there was no um, computer aided draftsmanship let's just say the 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 shadows were kept to a very very minimum well they're in the savage land you know so sunshine a lot uh it wasn't this this dark uh secret avengers type because that wasn't that the book he was working on 
Secret yeah, Avengers? Uh, Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. Well, there you go. It's appropriate. And and uh, I, I would look through those issues as they came out, and I was like, Mike, I mean, wow. Oh, right, where, because, where'd yeah, you go? He had, he had um, uh, Norman Osborn look like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it was, yeah, he, it, there was a lot of, of reference. And even, even in the issue 10, where they go to Canada, and and they deal with um how do you remember all this well um cuz i i have the ipad out um but that was where where they're they're in canada they're dealing with alpha flight and and even then i was like cuz there's that one panel where where captain america is talking to one of the shield agents and i i posted this one on the forum but cap is like agent porter i think and 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 falcon standing right next to cap and he goes does it matter? And I was just like, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, but it, it's a great looking panel. And it's the whole issue was looked great. And then you get to this issue 12 and it's, it's Thor and it's, it's superior Spider-Man doing a little, uh, teaching session with the, with the kids, uh, Hyperion. Well, let me bring something up about that. Mm-hmm. How could they not know? Ah, <sighs> I mean, it's it's obvious that okay. that this they've been around Peter Parker for so long. How could they not freaking know that that's not Peter? I mean, look at the stuff that's coming out of his mouth. Right, the attitude and the personality has changed, but physically, he's the same person in Avenging Spider-Man. Um, Beast did a scan, and nothing. Seemed out of the ordinary, right? right. Uh, so it's not, or even in, um, and even in, uh, I think Superior Spider-Man, they mm-hmm. did that, yeah. and and it, it's so nothing. It, 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 yes, you what you see it here should tell you something, but there is no evidence to back up any theories they may have. But uh, there's also, I guess, a lot going on, so maybe focusing on Spider-Man isn't isn't a priority. Mm-hmm. For, for the crew, uh, the um, it, what was neat about Avengers Twelve is that they also kind of explain little things like how Iron Man could be in so many places at once, right, right? And for something like Iron Man, that works because he can send out his drones and and be able to be in different places at once. That's yeah. not so easy for someone like Wolverine or like you were mentioning before we started recording, Kitty Pride. Right, right, and you can almost. Pick up on the glee in his voice when he's talking to Thor, and he's like, "Dude, I'm 700 light years away." <laughs> this is, this, this, and and Thor's just like, hmm, "Okay." Uh, and when when you look, you had to bring up, had to bring up that Mjolnir was was forged in the heart of. Yes, stuff. yes, I'm aware of this solar <laughs> space. Uh, but when you look at this issue, read the whole thing. Overall, nothing much really happens, but it's not. The traditional Avengers, nothing really happens. There, the story progresses through Hyperion talking to Thor about the like things only they can understand being godlike or actual gods, right? Um, you get the kids and you see their struggle just to exist, and that goes back to the whole overarching theme of all of Hickman's Marvel work right now: evolution. The, these kids are evolution has been foisted upon these kids. They don't have a, they did not have a say in the matter, right? So I mean that that's Hickman saying, you know what? 
there's nothing really you can do. Evolution's going to happen whether you like it or not. And to get to the next plateau in in our existence, it it's going to require a struggle, right? And you're not going to like it. But I mean, this is this is forward thinking comics. This is yeah. not just you. You know, oh look, it's the high evolutionary, and he's going to cause trouble. It, it there, and that's part of it, right? But that's not all. It just is. I mean, he's posing some really essential questions that go beyond comics, just like existence in general, right? Um, and as I'm looking at this, Diodato did use. Um, let's just say computer aided backgrounds, but they work. That's the difference. You can make yeah, that tool kinda, work. Right. Uh, I yeah. mean, it, it's not a crutch. Every one of them, um, it's not just, well, I have this stock photo I got from, you know, big stock photo. I'm just going to, uh, you know, find the edges, throw it in the background, make it a, a black and white, and we'll have the colorist do something to it. No, every one of them looked like they were very carefully planned out. That's that's what I want. I don't want, you know, just throw a building in the background just because I have a building. The, this is just great. I, I'm I'm shocked that this is Diodato. I know. I know. It's insane. The uh, That's not to put him down. I mean, the man's an excellent no, draftsman. No, but we've, I mean, and, and we've said the same thing about LaRocca. I mean, when, when we kind of... Dude, the gap in Captain Marvel. Um, she's not called Captain Marvel. Captain uh, Universe. Captain Universe. Oh, dude. That is so hot. <laughs> Because it's clean, yeah, and, it's and, well, white. And, and it's, it's, it's her missing child who's dead, so nice. Oh, wait, back. wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's right, with the car crash. She's all <laughs> fucked up. I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, that's what the gap's all about. She's missing yeah. her child. So, But that uh, costume's hot. The, um, the, there was, um, I started, because you were talking, actually, and, and a few people. Uh, you mentioned Wolverine and the X Men, but so have a few other people. So That's so good. Uh, it it Ramon Perez, holy crap! Yes, but again, I gotta eat crow because I busted Bradshaw's balls about living in the shadow of Art Adams. To a point, I was kind of right because he does have the same approach to the human figure and 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 rendering objects as Art Adams. There's that very clean line that he and he even i mean the eyes are very much in the in the art adams vein the the body um language is there but i think he's very good on his own there there are things that he does that you don't see in art adams's work so i gotta give it up for bradshaw i think he's very very good as i'm going through the series whenever bradshaw jumps on i get more excited so that's a that's a compliment. Yeah, I, need to, I, I need to. So I I really started. Uh, I I know I had the issue for my eleven o'clockers last year, but I I really I'm going to go back to the early part of the run. But I started with with twenty five, where, oh. where 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 Wolverine takes the students to uh, to the Savage right. Land, and it's been it's been fantastic. But I once I finish this arc, I'll go back. And read the early issues. Um, the first ten are perfect. Yeah. They're perfect. Real. Yes, yes, they're perfect. Um, uh, Kid Gladiator uh, from the Shire is in there. Warbird, uh, you know Warbird. Yep. Um, he has a brood, an intelligent yes brood named Brew. The thing is hysterical, and uh, 
it's it, I I don't mind Wolverine in this series. I actually kind of like him. And it's 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 strange to say only because how do you have a a stone cold blooded murderer as a headmaster for a school of of children? But that's the thing. Whenever um, the uh, X Force needs to do their thing, uh, he goes off on his own. Right. Which makes a lot of sense, right? He, yes. doesn't, he doesn't want to drag the kids into it. So I got something to do. I'm going to go take care of business with, um, I don't know if Archangel, well, it's not Archangel anymore. Um, yeah, you know, uh, the badasses and go kill things. And then I'll come back and, you know, teach you guys how to meter your, your emotions and not go out and kill stuff. That makes sense. Because if anybody is going to teach somebody how not to go there, it's Wolverine. Because. He, he, I mean, yes, he he has a problem controlling that, but that's experience that he could bestow upon these kids. They can learn from him, I guess. No, you're right. You're right. They can. And Bacello. Uh, Woo! Good God. The way he draws Krakoa. Jesus. It's unbelievable. Here, I have an assignment for you. Draw a piece of land, a sentient piece of land attacking someone. How the hell do you do that? He did it. He did it. Yeah, he did it very well too. The uh one thing I have been really having fun with and and when we one of the things that we love about double feature from four star are the extras, are the oh, are, yeah. are, are, are going back and looking at the pencil pages or the script or just the inks and, and watching the progress and, and the process of it all. And to a degree, the Marvel AR app mm. plays around with that a little bit. It just yeah. it it it, it uh, there's um I've used it on a bunch of books. Uh, two were um and and not everything is is awesome or fantastic. Some of it's just corny, like like watching a bunch of assistant editors limbo, and they're they're for. The Uncanny X Men. You'll sometimes hear Nick Lowe, and he'll explain who um, who Ileana is, and and he'll break oh, things really? down for it. Yeah, he'll 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 basically tell you all about her life, her death, her resurrection, and who she is, and and why she's messed up. And um, but then there that there was one for uh, Thor, God of Thunder, and you hear Isad Ribic talk about Thor's granddaughters, and and how he decided to give them their look and how each one went from like uh reddish hair to strawberry blonde to blonde and 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 how to to give them the features and the intensity that kind of made you think of Thor when you looked at them uh there was also um Chris Iliopoulos did uh talked about lettering and um at the beginning of Superior Spider-Man number ten, so I mean, I'm I, I have my phone out while I'm reading these on the iPad, and and I just every time I I see that little box, I'll, I'll whether it's the cover, or um, or or any panel in the book, it's like it just and it's it it doesn't so much spoil anything, and and sometimes if the video goes on a little bit too long, I might have to go back and reread the previous couple pages just because I got lost and and but I mean it it. I think it's a pretty neat little extra that they're giving us. Oh, a, 
little extra. I don't think it's I don't think it's little at all. Um, one of the things Chris uh, finds at fault with Marvel, especially well in in regard to their collected editions, is he'll he'll look at the the content like five issues. Why the hell is this this hardcover twenty four ninety nine for five issues? I mean, do the math. But I mean, it's not really twenty four ninety nine. If you get it from our sponsor. Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get all this Marvel stuff we're talking about. If you pre-order, you get it, what, 50% off the collected editions. That's nuts. You're not going to find that price anywhere. DCBService.com. Sorry. I forgot about that. But the inclusion of the Marvel AR stuff adds so much value to this thing. Because, I mean, I didn't, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't exploit the Marvel Augmented Reality app, I just thought it was something goofy and it, just an annoyance. I, as I was reading, I'd see the little AR. I'm like, oh, Jesus, there's that bug again, that that, that thing. But so I, uh, the other night, and, and I, immediately after discovering it, I sent you uh, a, a tweet, and I was like, this thing is awesome. This is so cool. Uh, I'm going through it, and uh, in the Indestructible Heart, uh, Hulk hardcover, and the very first one, Mark Wade pops up and reveals his rationale for the whole series like why banner is in this position why he agreed to join shield you know what's the deal with banner and and as i'm going through i'm like cool they show you the you know one of the double page spreads from pencil to ink to color that's neat that's that's money in the bank added value right there but then i got to the the splash page where uh uh, Bruce kind of bamboozles Tony into coming with him into the Antarctica under right. the un, under the the guise of testing out his gamma fracker, which is really cool concept. But what he really wanted to do is take out his um, aggression on Tony yeah. for for not treating him as an equal, and and he wanted to Hulk out and beat the shit out of him. So I, there's a little AR on the splash where the Hulk is is thrown down with with Iron Man, and who pops up but Diamond Dallas Page? It's like, oh, I I expected to see Diamond Dallas Page in a Hulk comic, and and Page comes on and he goes, you know what I like best about the Hulk is the fact that he got this all this aggression and he lets it out, and and then he goes on it and he he ties his yoga thing into it, but then he breathes in at the end. And he, he takes the oxygen into his body. It pervades his spirit, and and he and it was goofy. It was, it was funny, totally unexpected. But it just made me think this is really cool. I, I unexpected to see Diamond Dallas Page, but it added so much to the issue because it was so left field. Yeah, I, I loved it, and and because of that, I went through every AR thing, and I'll tell you, it's it's so much information that i mean yeah they could have set up a web page where you can click on them but it's it's oh. it's it's fun to get your device and point it at the i couldn't get one to work the the one where maria hill is in the diner and she's she's looking at her um device at the table i could not get that to work at all oh I'm not sure where, where bruce's reflection is in her tablet Top of the page, right after, you know, you see the, the news broadcast on the facing page where the Hulk is going nuts. And it's like a faux CNN news broadcast. But, and, and another thing about the hardcovers, which is value added, not only 
do they give you an AR index in the back so you can see what they are before you you take the time to scan them. But you also get a code for digi- the digital the yep. digital versions of all yep. these things. So to, like when you do the math, twenty four ninety nine. If you paid retail for this, that's really not that bad. When you're getting about a half an hour to 45 minutes of extra content in in different formats audio video you know and you're getting digital versions of these these comics so yeah you can read it enjoy it put it on your shelf you want to read it again pop it up on the iPad read it again you don't even have to get up that that's awesome the uh the digital issues i have on my iPad of the Indestructible Hulk, the first few issues, do not have the AR box. I would wonder how that would work, though. How do you scan an AR thing with when it's on when it's being well, displayed on the thing you're scanning? Like, I could see if you could on. just... Can you press it? Hold on. Hi, Mark. I love this. This is when she's looking at the iPad. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. Oh, I, I got that. Okay. So maybe, it, is, is there one below it? Uh, oh, that one. Okay, no, that was the first page. All right, hold on. Right, see, because if you're not careful, as soon as you take the screen and, you know, as soon as you make contact with the pages, if there's an AR thing there, it'll grab it. Right. But the one on the right, I couldn't get it to do it. Okay, I, I try for like ten minutes. I'm angling the iPad. I'm trying to focus. I'm moving it in, and it just it just wasn't working. I find my uh, when when you press and hold the screen, it seems to to grab it. Right. I was trying that too. Maybe I'm just you know a bumbling buffoon. I don't know, but I I, I could not get that one to work. Okay. All right. Because I didn't see one for uh, when he was fighting Tony, so I got to go through that issue and, and see if I grab. Yeah, one. it's on a splash page. But I mean, content-wise, I love this series. I love everything about it. Oh, the Hulk! Yeah. Yes, yes. And I, I mean, and that's the other thing. Going back to the artist, I mean, when when your filling artist is Walt freaking Simonson, <laughs> I mean, you're doing something right. It's just, I'm sorry. Uh, and and smart enough, Mark Wade is is savvy enough to say, you know what, Simonson's coming on the book, Frost Giants. We're going to bring Thor into it. I mean, it's a no brainer, and uh, it just it it tugs at the heartstrings of the fan base because if there's one character that's immediately associated with Walt Simonson, it's Thor, yeah. right? So uh, and then to have the Hulk. I mean, it was a. It, I knew it. it wasn't going off the way it, it went off, but to have him lift the hammer. Yes, yeah, that was clever as hell. I it was, that. yeah. But he didn't. And this is a spoiler if you're not reading the book. The, um, at the end of the issue, Hulk grabs the hammer, and it looks like he lifts it. And was, wait a minute, but he didn't. It was um, Jolnir going back to Thor. Yes, it's return, yeah. returning to its so owner. If, so he so was just riding it, really. Yep. But that that is that's smart, and that's that's a, another thing I could say about this series. It's very very smart. It's God love them. I love the 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 Loeb take on the Hulk and family, but uh, this is a much more um, 
gray matter oriented series uh there there's a lot of thinking involved in that i mean wade said it himself he has to do a lot of research if, if you're yeah. writing a character that's brilliant and has to devise these brilliant uh society uh, things that will benefit society if you use something from the real world that's you know 10 20 years old that's not a brilliant scientist that's somebody who's thinking backwards and that 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 was one of the things I liked the best when when he's talking to Tony. Let me find it, and and he said, you know, Tony, you're you're a smart guy, but you you use the knowledge that you already have. Um, I, I want to be you, uh, old school you, Newtonian, Archimedean, ooh, nanites, you. Uh, you're a brilliant engineer, but all you ever do is build forward yeah. from, from what you already know. A true visionary studies the unknown and builds backwards, and he calls it applied science fiction. And that's what the, that's what the series preys upon, like the 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 uh, gamma fracker. That's that's brilliant. That's a smart writer, there. Yes, Mr. No, Wade. It's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. They there seem to be. It's it's Wade, it's Hickman. There there seem to be. Remender. Yes. And especially with the Avengers stuff going on, but there are, um, I mean, you have your, 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 your scientist writers or your, or, or your, the plugged in writers. And then you have the ones that can really, I guess, draw motion from you, like Jason Aaron. Right. Uh, visceral, right? Yes. And, and, and then, you know, so they, they have, and, and you even have Bendis on, on the, um, on on the X Men books, yeah, I was going to say that the the all new X Men is is a really smart book. the The initial conceptualizing of like the direction of that series is is flat out. It's a masterwork to bring the original X Men back in well to in, forward into the present in a way that wasn't corny. Uh, right. to have the real Jean Grey there. Um, and not make it seem like, oh, geez, they brought Jean Grey back again. How many times? Have, it, it is Jean Grey. She is so it, dislikable. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far. She's confused. She was been plucked out she of the time is. stream. Yeah, but and, and, and I know, and I know she's young and she has to learn. But it's like, but but how many? Dude. How many times do you have to beat it into her head? I mean, she's just, just go walk by somebody and just you know pick up what they're thinking. It's like really, it's just. But this is the just, first time she's hearing it. The, 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 all that beating it into her head—that didn't happen yet. So she she's been plucked out of the past, pulled into the future, and basically told you are going to murder millions, probably billions of people. Yeah. And she's like, "What? I just did my nails." You know what I mean? I'm just a teenager. I, I, I'm I'm not going to do this. There's no way. I I can't. And yeah, but, yeah but, you did. And and but Scott seems to be handling what he's going to become a lot better. Well, you know what? I'm I'm hoping that, and that's the whole reason for for you people, you crazy people who aren't reading all new X Men. That's the whole reason why they they brought Scott. Yes. Well, well Hank, they, Hank. Yes. Yes. Right. I'm sorry. Why Hank brought uh, Scott and company into the future was to try and get him to convince his present day self that he's being a douche. 
and I know it hurts you that they're writing that they're writing Scott like no, the 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 present day Marvel Universe Scott Summers is a massive douche, and I you know what I really want to go back and read Schism, and and like the prelude to Schism to see where the hell it all went wrong like what what road did he go down and I know they they they're using the uh, Avengers versus X Men thing as the fulcrum for this right. current Scott. But uh, there has to be uh, a prelude to that or an initial, you know, faltering in, in, in the belief system that he had where he can, I mean, you just don't voluntarily go down this dark road that you have to be either led or through events beyond your control. I mean, you, your, your whole mindset has to change. And th- so what I'm getting from Avengers versus X-Men is, the Phoenix Force compelled him to kill Charlie? Or what was it about Charlie that required him to be killed? Because obviously I didn't read the series. No, I and I, I didn't finish it. I read the first few issues. Oh, okay. So we don't know. But, so, I mean, right. what we do know is Scott killed Charlie. Yes. And, okay. and even as, as Scott doesn't fully admit it, but he, he well, he wasn't in possession of his faculties, I guess we'll say. Well, well yeah, that's the thing, right? When right. The, when you're infused with the Phoenix Force, it's so damn alien, you know, most of and we don't know, your grounding don't know, is gone. I'm, and I'm sure we'll be told to read about it, but it, you know, I don't know if, if Charlie sacrificed himself. I don't know if if <laughs> if Charlie faced and, and thought he could take it out of Scott and and I just I don't know. And so, then um, then Remender picks up the baton and has one of the most beloved characters in the Marvel universe raped and violated in in a multitude of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I th- that's just awesome in Uncanny Avengers. Um, and it was the right person to do it. Oh yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And that that uh, surprise ending where they're in the in the cave and Charlie's there with his head lopped off and there's somebody behind him. I can't wait. Uh, that is one of my favorite characters. Did you get that far? In Uncanny? Yeah. I am up to uh, issue eight or so. Okay, so you saw that one. Yes. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm feeling Havoc's new outfit with that big silver sort of belt. And, and I don't know. I just... I, he just... He hasn't looked good since he was on X Factor and, and Casada Jerome. Um, I... Yeah, but I mean, Havoc, not not to uh, disparage Neil Adams, I don't think the Havoc costume is all that well designed to begin with. No. No. Um, I like the concentric circles. It's the headgear I never liked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's strange. But I got to say, in the Uncanny Avengers collection, we do get a beautiful Neil Adams Havoc crying. Well, actually, he's crying havoc. The have you seen the cover? No. It's a variant. Um, uh, Uncanny Avengers number one lair variant by Neil Adams and Andy Troy, and it's the Red Skull, and his mouth is open impossibly wide to the point where his jaw has been disconnected. His lower jaw, uh, well, you know, his only jaw has been has been disconnected, and and the Avengers are streaming out of his mouth with havoc 
being the the centerpiece. It's a cool little cover. Uh, not a great cover, but it's Neil Adams, so therefore it is a great cover, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, of course. And uh, on the facing page, you get a super sexy Wanda by uh, Granoff. Oh, my God. Oh, there's, really? Yeah, there's even a Milo Minara um, Scarlet Witch in here, too. And then you got Scotty, the babies. I'm, I'm sure there's a Milo Minara. Yeah, Milo Minara drew the Scarlet Witch. Beautiful. She has no nose, though. She has a couple of holes in her face. But that's, th- that's pretty much standard for Minara. Doesn't like. Uh, it's like Betty and Veronica. They never have noses. They just have shadows <laughs> under their noses. They're petite. Yeah. Well, it works. It's a nice little shorthand. Because drawing noses on women, even in fashion illustration classes, they would say whenever you could suggest a nose instead of drawing the nose, it's better. Because not the most graceful body part. Right. You know? Um, and I think the fact that Steve picked Havoc to lead this um, joining of the Avengers and the X-Men, that's really smart, too. Because um, if there's anybody that's going to offset the uh, terroristic ways of his his brother, it's it's um, yeah. it's it's Havoc. He's 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 pretty. He he doesn't believe in 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 uh, uh, Scott's. You know, I he is he's 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 I don't want to say borderline because it's more than that. He's a terrorist. I don't know. Come on. I no, I don't I, I how is he why how is he a terrorist? What is he doing? That's he's he's not um Well, he ambushed a caravan of soldiers to free a criminal in Emma. I mean they had Emma in shackles and he just took it upon himself to attack this caravan just because one of his own was being taken somewhere. That's a terrorist. It is, isn't it? I mean, if we saw that, what? What if we? What if? if I would what consider if, a criminal. I don't think I'd consider it terrorism. I mean, just I. I don't. I, if 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 I saw, yeah, I don't because. Because he broke her out. If if he had, but then so he he who is he to decide that she was unjustly uh, held captive? He made a decision. He, I mean, obviously there have been some rules in play. Like she went through some kind of progression in 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 the in the justice system where they said, you know what, you're a threat. We're going to have you under lock and key because we're afraid of you and we think you're going to do us harm and you've you've committed crimes. By our laws, you, you, you're a criminal. And so we're going to take you somewhere. And Scott said, no, no, you're not. We're going to go get her. That- yeah, I would, I'd just consider that criminal action. And, I'd, and, that's, and, and if that's... But it's happening more and more. Like, he's hitting all these... He, he went and, and, and he, if you want to say, kidnapped kids. And, and although they went on their own free will. Yeah, so they no. seem so to be... Right, they seem to be going like just... Yeah, yeah. I believe you. And he went to he, he he went to the Jean Grey School to to recruit any students who wanted to go with him there. I it's not like he showed up and attacked the school or he's he didn't do what Red Skull did in the first arc no, of Uncanny Avengers. No, so I mean that no. to me that's a terrorist. Right, right. Well, what the Red Skull did was instigated a calamity 
in order to instill fear against you yeah. know the mutant race, and it worked using Avalanche. I mean, was nobody <laughs> else available? No, I guess not. <laughs> well, because Forge is busy with with cable, so yeah, yeah. I guess there wasn't anybody else available. <sighs> uh, yeah, no. There's um, Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, De- is Destiny still dead? I don't know. It's it's and that's oh well. Oh, I got of, a question for you uh-huh. in Avengers. Who is this manifold character? Uh, he's he's new to me. With uh, I, I'm thinking he's Gateway's son, for all I know. But it's I, you know I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to be you know oh he's black he must be Gateway's son. <laughs> but I mean he's even got the hair. I know. You know he he doesn't have the rock. I need he's to, got to, <laughs> he doesn't have the rock. He doesn't have, he doesn't have what Indiana Jones rescued. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, see, I don't know. I I um. I, w- I would guess your assumptions are correct, because I, I got that feeling, too, that he's somehow related to Gateway. Uh, let's see. Eden Fessy, also known as Manifold, created by Jonathan Hickman and Stefano Caselli, first appeared in Secret Warriors number four. No, oh, I didn't read that. Neither did I. Bending reality, allowing him to teleport are his, uh, is his power. Um, let's see. Well, see, but see, even even the Secret Warriors, they were all tied into like you had Doctor Druid's kid, you had this one dude who was somehow related to the Spirit of Vengeance. So I mean, and you had um, Phobos, Ares's kid. Ah, right. So I mean, so so everybody on that team pretty much had, um, they were like second generation heroes. Mm-hmm. So that ah, okay, uh, he was under the tutelage. Of Gateway. Oh, good. Great. So there is, there is a connection. There's a legacy right there. Yeah. doesn't have to be his son. No. No, Gateway the, gave him his blessings. So right. The, the thumbprint's there, so yeah. it's good enough for me. All right. Nice. There we go. That's some, that's some live action uh, wiki in. See? We, we get to the root. We try. We just don't pull up the top of the weed. That's right. No. <laughs> no, no seeds and stems here. <laughs> uh, it's, um, let's see. So we, all right, we, got, we got Wolverine and the X-Men. Um you did not read the new X-Men first issue. Uh, I believe Jason did, so I do think that will be talked about this week. Well, I have it, so, so I'm going to so read it for next read, week. Yes. Yes. I've been making my way through Scarlet Spider. Yeah, I need to get back to Scarlet Spider. I, I, um, I, I left after, I think, the first arc or so. I just, I wasn't... Uh, I don't... There, there, was a, there were a few things that I kind of... Uh, just not lost interest in, but didn't follow up with before Marvel. Now, one of them was was Venom. Like that that when you had that uh, weekly event, or was it? I don't even know if it was weekly or if they all came out on the same day. But when you had like the thirteen point issues with with X twenty three, Ghost Rider, Red Hulk, um, and they were going up against uh, Mephisto, um, Blackheart. Oh, okay. And and that was a pretty that was a pretty neat little mini series slash event uh but i didn't read much with venom after that and and i wasn't paying so much attention to scarlet spider especially once i found out that that ryan was leaving the book to go that's the thing i wanted to say what uh, how i said um declan shalvey yep. is amazing koi fam mm, See, not, not, not so I, amazing 
that surprised me because I thought Fam was fanta- was fantastic on uh, slots Mighty Avengers during uh, the whole um, Dark Reign mess. Right. I, I, I'm not saying he's bad, but he's no Stegman or Shelby. But what I will say for how infrequent his appearances on Scarlet Spider were, it's Stegman's book as far as I'm concerned. Because Still, really, his okay. his issues just stand out so much. Um, Shalvey's phenomenal, but Stegman. It, it's I think that Scarlet Spider is where Stegman really jump started to the to the point where uh, superior where he got that superior okay. s- style. Yeah, as, especially on issue four, I could see it um, really come to the foreground on issue four. Okay, I'll go back and read those then. And the the uh, I gotta say, no, you have to read Scarlet Spider because there's a minimum carnage crossover with Venom. I just gonna say one word: Micronauts. <laughs> you gotta read it; it's awesome. Oh, and I think that ties into how Wasp comes back. How about our buddy uh, Wonder Man? Trying to get in the wasps. Yeah, hive. like really. And, but she ain't having none of that because she's she, she's all uh, cozy enough to have it. Which is weird. Yeah, it is. Weird. Isn't it weird? And yeah. Jan needs a sandwich too. I mean, she her waist <laughs> is way too small. I mean, I know she's with the thorax of a bee, blah blah blah, or a wasp. She should have a a, a petite waist, but she's very skinny. But I, I mean, I felt bad for Wonder Man. He's trying, you know. I know, I know. The and, witch and, don't and want him. He's, he's, he's talking about the old days with Wanda, and it's just, it's... Oh, poor but, Simon. But while we were on the subject of um, Scarlet Spider, I think the Flash Thompson Venom is awesome. I, I yeah, love it. I, it's, I, I, I like the idea of it. Yeah, because, I mean, what has Flash been? As over the 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 course of the you know the Marvel universe, he's been a bully. He's been a, a drooling fanboy for Spider Man. He got to you know get in the Black Cat's box, so to speak. I mean, you know, and then he was a he was a war veteran and uh, you know very seriously wounded in the war. I just think the progression's really cool to to take a character that you know maybe a footnote. In, in the Spider-Man saga, but now make that character a new character, so to speak. Make him Venom, and it works. I think it works really well. What I would like to see, <clears throat> have they ever um, updated the uh, Felicia uh, Flash romance in the, in, the, in the current Marvel Universe? I don't think I've seen anything. I don't think... The last time I saw Black Cat uh, was during... Amazing Spider-Man, where she and Peter, um, or when she and Spidey were um, teaming up, but I don't think, yeah, there wasn't much as far as where Flash is concerned, because Flash was, um, uh, he was with Betty. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I haven't haven't read all of uh, Venom. Um, I actually, I read Minimum Carnage twice, because it's so damn good. But, um, Colin, let's have the black cat pop up in Venom. That'd be awesome. Because she wouldn't know who the hell he was. No, and has... Flash still doesn't know who Spider-Man is, right? 
No, I think no. He, I mean, I don't even think he ever did. But even if he did, the one more day thing kind of. No, no, no. But because of the host, because of the symbiote. Oh, would it tell? Yeah, that's that's true. Yes. I didn't even think of that. So I don't know if I don't I don't know if it's ever told Flash. So if the Carnage symbiote bonded to a level-headed, rational, sane person, would it drive them insane? I think so. Wow. I I think it would only because the and Cletus is a dick. Well, oh, yeah. Jesus. They're, they're, <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, no, and it's not even it's well is it is it hate because of what he does or is it just is it is it the hate you have where you kind of roll your eyes and go oh Jesus why is he here? No, he's a prick. The okay. the, way, the way they're writing him in in Minimum Carnage, he is a uh not a nice person. I mean, we knew that. He's a killer. Right. Yes. But but I mean, when the when the symbiote uh pulls back and you just see Cletus not not I mean, he wasn't a nice guy to begin with. Right. So the, the the symbiote made him just magnified it, made it even worse. Well, yeah, he had he had a dicky haircut too. So yeah, that's in there. And and dude, when I say Micronauts, it's not, you know, maybe one character from the Micronauts. It's the Micronauts. <laughs> Commander Ran, Marionette, Marinette. Bug. Yeah, it's it's awesome. You got to read it. It's it's fantastic. I I love it. I think it's so great. Um, Yost and I think uh, Colin Bond wrote it it's very good okay yeah you'll love it yeah i will yep hey let's look at the clock oh we've expanded we've uh expended our our allotted time we only wanted to do this for an hour just to wet your whistles because it's not going to go away from time to time david myself and other people will come back and do a bullpen bulletins how about that Sound like good? You, do, 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 I'm, I didn't mean to cut you short. Do, is there anything else you would like to talk about before we bid adieu? Uh, no, I think um, we, we've kind of, well, um, you're going to continue reading Hawkeye, so we can talk about oh, that. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, In this latest previews, they are offering, I think, issues one to, it's an omnibus, but it's not a huge one. It's like one to 15, maybe, or one to 11, and it's... Uh, Retail, it's only like thirty four ninety nine. So DCBS, you're going to get it for a pittance. So make sure you jump on that DCBService.com. Pre-order that Hawkeye uh, first collection. You got to yes. get it. It's, it's just so great. Um, it's and it. I mean, it it, it looks amazing. It's been that it's dog. been it, it. I have not really since the West Coast Avengers days. If I've been, and I mean I, the first miniseries, even before it became the ongoing. That's kind of like really the last time I was a fan of Hawkeye. Yeah. And I may not care for him in the Avengers, uh, especially with him and Jess. That was great. That was great. With the hatchlings all climbing mountains behind him. Yeah. Uh, well, that, so that was not, a nice contrast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so she's I so not, hot. Yeah, she can be. They, um, but in, in his own book... Dealing with what he's dealing with, um, it's it, it, it's been fantastic. Fraction's doing phenomenal work, and the yes. art is, is gorgeous. And better. I mean, whether you have Aja or um, or Rivera or uh, uh, Frank Avia is doing the the current storyline, and then um, there's another guy that came into his own, Frank, Fra- Avia? Frank Avia. Yes, yeah. he's he's phenomenal. Uh, but I would. Um, 
I would, and actually, it's funny because Mr. Ken Worthing uh, on the forum, he uh, he took the cover to a recent Hawkeye issue. Uh, basically, it's it's a, um, a torso shot of Kate Bishop wearing a baseball jersey style uh, three quarter shirt mm-hmm. uh, that says uh, it, it's I Heart Hawkeye, but. He changed it to the uh, I Heart EOC with our foreheads. Yes, I, I favorited that and I retweeted it. Yeah, that it, was, was awesome. it was it was really good, really yeah. well done. Uh, but did you see that damn Somni Daredevil cover? Which one for twenty six with the clothesline? Yes. Holy crap! I've re- actually yeah, and I I'll talk about that. It, it's um. Are you going to do finish. that for next for uh, EOC? Yeah. Okay, I, we won't say anything. But the, Chris, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clothesline is awesome. It's all because it's it's not. It doesn't hit you in the head. No, it's very subtle. You're, yeah, you really look at it, and it's and uh, and the reason why I bring up Daredevil is I get a very strong Mazzucchelli, Frank Miller, Daredevil vibe from Hawkeye. Very strong vibe. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Aja is definitely. I, I definitely get that. Uh, Avengers Academy. I'm uh, Arena. Avengers Arena. I'm waiting for my boys to read some Avengers Arena so we can talk about that. Yeah, I got to read that too. I got to get on that. Maybe next episode. Maybe the one after. Well, I mean, chances are really good you're going to hear a lot of Marvel on EOC and and on infrequently on on this here brouhaha. So, yay, welcome back to us. Hi. <laughs> Jason's livid. Uh, he'll be here. Yeah. He'll show up. Yeah, and I'll get I told you so's, which is is fitting because I I deserve them. Well, I mean, you've that's... been you've been very low key as far as me reading Marvel again. You didn't give me any. I told you the only I told you shows you gave me were I told you it was good, not well, not yeah, that like I after, would come back after you. You know, after you read something and you're like, uh, what was the most recent thing? And I was just like, I know, right? So <laughs> that, that's really all I ever because it's it's yeah. You I didn't mean, chastise, which was right. I, no, I'm that's thankful the, for that. You're reading it. That's the yeah. It doesn't matter when. It's just that. And as long as you're enjoying it. Oh, hell yes. I'm enjoying it. 99% of it, I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Yes. I'm stunned in a good way. So, yeah, thank you for being here with us. Please check out our sponsor, DCBService.com. If you're looking for Marvel, that's the place to go. Regular issues, 40, 50% off. Collected editions, new ones, 50% off if you pre-order. They don't care if you're late. And they have digital previews for like a dollar twelve you cannot go wrong if you're a first-time customer david what's the code they have to enter in order to get an extra eight percent off their already massively discounted order bb um eoc8 <laughs> eoc8 gets you an extra eight at discount comic book service tcbservice.com go there in your travels go read some marvel there you go yeah we'll be back brothers and sisters it feels good doesn't it it's like riding a bike. It's like my comfortable pair of driving jeans. I just wait for the shoe to drop down. <laughs> All right, Diva. <laughs> Bye. Bye.